Hello, and welcome to the podcast of Gagan Mahindra, who's currently the Member of Parliament for South West Hertfordshire. On the programme, we will be discussing his day-to-day activity, general issues from constituents, and his take on the current situation in politics and in the wider UK context. We hope you enjoy this episode. Gagan, thank you for joining us on Thursday, the 30th of April, the last day of April. We haven't had a podcast for a couple of days now, but that's because we've been treated to uh, seeing you on video, uh, which you can see on your website or your Facebook page. Um, do you want to do you want to just talk us through your week, what you've been up to, where you've been and how you sort of have been have been viewing world events? Cool. Uh, great to talk to you again, James. Um, I think the last time we caught up was a Sunday, which is quite unusual for both of us. So uh, this week's been super busy. Uh, Monday, I we were in, so I was working remotely. Uh, I had the Public Accounts Committee and we were, were scrutinising uh, the Gambling Commission. Uh, and it was an interesting meeting, quite a robust meeting. I, I did give my, my views on the effectiveness of them and how they could improve. Um, so I would recommend viewers and listeners to go and have a look at the PAC website and, and actually seeing the level of questioning that we undertook. So I thought we were quite effective that day. Uh, in terms of Tuesday, I actually went into Parliament. Uh, I had a question on the order paper for Michael Gove, the Cabinet Office um, Secretary of State. Uh, that was to do with uh, people in prison and and uh, staff within prisons as you're aware i've got the mount within my constituency and i know that staffing is starting to be a bit of a problem because people are self-isolating and, and being cautious about um covid19 wednesday again i was back in parliament i had a question for um the foreign office this one was specific to do with consular support uh, and my one was on peru because i've had some residents over there um, and then today, as of about 45 minutes ago, uh, I tested, as did the majority of other parliamentarians, virtual voting. Um, I think it's fair to say that was a, a mixed bag in terms of results. Uh, I did not get the relevant notifications. I'm hoping my vote got cast. I know several of my colleagues spent the 15 minutes trying to vote and not successful. So. I think there's still some work to be done on that, uh, but I know that the House authorities are working non-stop to try and make sure we, re- we remain an effective parliamentary democracy. So, Gagan, how, how big was the test of the, the sort of the virtual voting? So, as far as I'm aware, it was open to all members of Parliament. Uh, so, it should have been 650. And the, uh, and the problems were technical or were, you, you know, user error, that, that dreaded IT term? So, no, I think they were technical. Um, there was the Wheel of Doom, for those who have a certain generation that understand when you had dial-up signals um, showing on various people's screens for 15 minutes. You are meant to be able to vote by, or get notification as, as a minimum, on your mobile. I did not get that. I happened to have logged in to make sure to keep an eye for the, the test vote. Um, allegedly, some colleagues have got confirmation of how they voted back to them uh, via email and or text. I've not received that. So um, there seems to be a lack of consistency on people's experience on this. 
Mm. Yeah, so at okay. the moment, it's definitely not in a position to, to start being used, in my view. So, so it won't be rolled out then, you know, immediately, but presumably more tests will happen over the, the next few days? Uh, it would have to, um, especially, you know, there's an ongoing conversation about um, there is going to be sooner or later need to actually start undertaking votes. Um, how we do that, I know the leader of the House uh, is working closely with the opposition and the Speaker's office to try and come up with a, a system that works. Um, my personal view remains it needs to be hybrid with those that are willing and able to go into Westminster, go into vote. Um, obviously, I'm only 40, 45 minutes away, so um, I, I regard myself within that bracket. Those that are a certain age or need to self-isolate but still want to remain active um, within parliamentary democracy, uh, by all means, give them the option of, of voting virtually. Yes, it sounds like there's still a bit more work to do, but obviously, the, the, as you said, you know the, uh, the the IT team on the parliamentary state have been have been working flat out. So we sort of wish them wish them all the best, but but you know still still room for improvement there. Um, moving on, then um, constituency matters. Have you as the as the inbox kind of slowed down a bit? Have you have you seen any any trends that are ongoing? No, I think it's the, the inbox seems to, and I do speak to um, colleagues who have been in Parliament for a long time. Um, we're all experiencing a massive increase in casework. Uh, obviously, it's a very moving feast. Uh, a lot of my casework at the moment is about the lockdown and when's that easing. Um, I'm continuing to get uh, correspondence and casework related to those um, people in employment that have not benefited from some of the um, support offered by the Treasury and, and Rishi. Um, we continue to, to seek for uh, a vaccine. Um, there is continuing to be increasing capacity for testing to see whether you've got COVID-19. Um, but a lot of it, I think, uh, is still it's quite a fluid environment. Um, we are obviously reliant on the science, uh, but my concern remains that the longer the lockdown is in place, the more structural the problem will be for us to, to get out to the other side. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. Um, a friend of mine has just been asked by her employer to try and think of some ways that their business can um, kind of grow and develop through the, the coronavirus kind of pandemic on the basis that, you know, things will return to some kind of normality, but there'll be some changes ahead. Is there anything that you're doing yourself or with the team to try and change the way that you might traditionally have worked so that you can you can cope both now and perhaps cope better in the future? So um, I continue to have daily calls with the team. Um, that's more just to make sure that everyone's aware of what each other are doing, because we don't have the water cooler type of experience you'd normally expect in our office. And we're all obviously working virtually. Um, part of the systems I try to set up is making sure that people um, realise there's a, a lot of other things beyond the casework. Um, obviously, we see the brunt of it and some quite emotive issues. And, and part of my responsibility is, as the boss of my small team is making sure that they, I've got a duty of care aspect to, to the role to make sure that they know that I'm there fully to support them um, and obviously make sure we get as much of the casework done as quick as possible. But it's a marathon, not a sprint. None of us know when this is going to quite end. So um, we are fortunate as being public servants, but at the same time, 
um, the whole world is having to live in a different method and, and different ways of working off the back of this COVID-19 pandemic. And then, uh, and then finally, to end on some positive news, um, the the prime minister and uh, his fiancée Carrie Simmons have, uh, you know, are are now parents of a, a son. I think that's correct. Um, no news yet on the name. I don't think it's going to be James. I don't mean to upset oh, James. Oh, maybe I'm pretty sure it won't be Gagan that's either. So we're we're both in the same boat. From the classics. Yeah. Um, and it's also worth just remembering that it is Colonel Tom Moore's. 100th birthday today. Um, so he had a flyby by a hurricane and spitfire. Um, I think the last time I checked, he'd raised over £30 million for the NHS charity. So phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. um, thing. Um, and just a reminder this evening, we've got um, clap for the NHS and our carers again. So I, I expect to, to hear my neighbours and obviously myself uh, beating. Well, I'll be clapping my hands, but some of my neighbours do use pots and pans. So... Great. Let's, make, let's make a racket. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Gagan. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and um, we'll speak to you again soon. Brilliant, James. Take care. Thanks. Bye bye. You've been listening to Gagan Mahindra, MP for South West Hertfordshire. If you'd like more information, please go to his website, gaganmahindra.org.uk. And if you're a constituent and have an issue, please email Gagan on gagan.mahindra.mp at parliament.uk. You can also follow Gagan on his Facebook page or Twitter by searching for him. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. <laughs>